The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbischneeweiss.substack.com and on my blog at kolhasridium.blogspot.com on April 10th, 2023. And the article is entitled, Jewish Pedagogy on Asking Stupid Questions. I have heard many a high school student preface their question with, this is a stupid question, but... Invariably, this triggers another student to chime in with, there's no such thing as a stupid question. To this, I would respond... Of course there are stupid questions, but according to Judaism, you should ask them anyway. Chazal teach, lo habayshan lo one who is ashamed cannot learn, in Avos 2.5. Rabbeinu Yonah explains, quote, The trait of busha, shamefacedness, is good in all matters except in learning. As we find in the statement in Tehillim 119.46, I will speak of your testimonies before kings and I will not be ashamed. For when David fled the presence of Shaul and stood before the non-Jewish kings, he was not ashamed to speak about Torah and mitzvos, even though they ridiculed and mocked his words. Shame is not good in learning. A student should not say, how can an idiot like me ask something in the presence of one who is wise and great in Torah, who has such an analytical mind, when I have neither knowledge nor understanding? If this is his policy for all the days, from where will his wisdom come? This is what the sages, the ethical masters, said in the book Mivchar HaPninim 143, Sha'alta she'elas hashotim. You should most definitely ask stupid questions. End quote. Uh, from the Mifkar Panin and the Rebbein On the simplest level, a student who follows the directive to ask stupid questions will learn more than one who doesn't. This point is emphasized by the Me'iri, who writes in Beis HaBechira Shabbos 30b, quote, One should always ask questions in Chachma and not be ashamed of the, of the deficiencies in his question, since a question is a pathway to knowledge. As the wise man said, when it comes to matters of Chachma, ask stupid questions, end quote. Moreover, the Rashbats, basing himself on the same Mivchar HaPaninim as Rabbeinu Yonah and Miri, notes that, quote, When a student says, if I ask about this thing, they'll mock me, then he will remain with his doubts. End quote. That's from the Rashbats in Magin Avos 2.5. These remaining doubts will put the student at risk of future embarrassment, either when their ignorance is exposed or when these festering doubts give rise to errors in their learning, which will continue to compound. But there is a more fundamental reason why ask stupid questions is a superior pedagogical principle, because it promotes intellectual independence, courage, and anti-fragility. Students know that there is such a thing as a stupid question, no matter how vociferously they are assured to the contrary. Even if a teacher succeeds in sheltering their students from feelings of shame within the safety of the classroom, the world will not afford them this protection. Therefore, teachers perform a disservice to their students by shielding them from such feelings of shame, especially if they do so from a young age. Instead, they should help their students develop the ability to persevere in their quest for knowledge despite feelings of awkwardness, self-consciousness, and even humiliation. This point is underscored by Rabbeinu Yonah's choice to lead with the example of David Melech. David's lack of busha in front of the Gentile kings doesn't illustrate how shamelessness enables a person to acquire wisdom. Rather, David exemplifies the ideal of an independent thinker who is so secure in his dedication to truth that he is entirely unaffected by the disapproval of his most esteemed peers. This quality can be fostered by showing students that it's natural and okay to feel busha and that such feelings are not in and of themselves harmful. The only way we can be harmed by such feelings is if we allow them to become obstacles to our chachma seeking, and the most surefire way to do that 
is to suppress our questions. In my own high school classroom, I endeavored to make it a badge of honor to ask stupid questions by noting the bravery of the students who asked them and by pointing out how the most basic questions tend to yield the most fundamental insights. Okay, forgive my pronunciation of this next part. The Yiddish proverb attributed to Rephaim Soloveitchik, you don't die from a question, is generally taken to mean it's okay to remain with unanswered questions. Perhaps we can tweak the proverb by adding word. You don't die from a stupid question. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.